Hello and welcome back to the Canadian Military Heroes Podcast. This episode we will be looking at the actions of Robert Grierson Combe and why they were worthy of a Victoria Cross. Lieutenant Robert Combe was born in Aberdeen, Scotland on August the 5th, 1880, the youngest of six children born to James and Elizabeth Combe. In 1897 he left school and served an apprenticeship as a chemist in Aberdeen. He immigrated to Canada in the early to mid-19-aughts and found himself employed in a pharmacy in Moosamin, Saskatchewan. In 1909, he married Jean Donald, a teacher who had moved to Moosamin in 1889. Later, he would move to Melville, Saskatchewan and open a store of his own. In 1915, he enlisted in the Canadian Expeditionary Force. Initially, he was assigned to the 53rd Battalion in Prince Albert as a major, but when he arrived in Europe in 1916, he was reassigned to the 27th Battalion as a lieutenant at his own request, wishing to serve at the front lines. He served in France for a short time, until he was sent back to England on medical leave. He finally returned to the front and rejoined the 27th Battalion after a number of months. On May 3, 1917, the Canadian Brigade was still in the general vicinity of the Great Victory the previous month at Vimy Ridge. Three battalions were deployed in front of the small town of Fresnoy. One of these battalions was the 27th Winnipeg, and another was the 31st Alberta. The 27th had orders to attack and capture the northern portion of Arlo and Opimirko line, while the 31st was to advance alongside the left flank of the 27th. This was to help secure the village of Arlo, which the Canadians had recently captured. The Germans had anticipated the upcoming attack, and directed an artillery barrage against the Canadian lines in the moments leading up to the expected beginning of the assault. A large number of casualties were inflicted on the Canadians here, and it was only the beginning. Soon after the advance began, the 31st Battalion was stalled due to a huge amount of barbed wire. The 27th advanced on its own through enemy artillery. Lieutenant Combe soon found himself as the sole surviving officer on his side of the battalion. Casualties to the troops had also been vicious, but Combe gathered together the remaining soldiers. To accomplish his mission, he would have to lead his soldiers through German and British artillery, which had been fired at enemy lines to shield the Canadian advance. He accomplished this task, but at the cost of even more lives. When he entered the German trench line, he had five surviving soldiers with him, plus some soldiers from the 1st Western Ontario Battalion they had found along the way. This group of soldiers began to attack the trench line, throwing grenades in vast quantities, first their own and later captured German grenades when their own supply had run out. A number of times, Combe would lead his men in a charge at the enemy after throwing grenades at them, and as a result, 80 enemy German POWs were captured and 250 yards of trench line were taken from enemy hands. Just when Combe appeared to be getting reinforced, a German sniper brought a stop to his efforts, killing him instantly. From the citation. For most conspicuous bravery and example. He steadied his company under intense fire and led them through the enemy barrage, reaching the objective with only five men. With great coolness and courage, Lieutenant Combe proceeded to bomb the enemy and inflicted heavy casualties. He collected small groups of men and succeeded in capturing the company objective, together with 80 prisoners. He repeatedly charged the enemy, driving them before him, and whilst personally leading his bombers, was killed by an enemy sniper. His conduct inspired all ranks, and it was entirely due to his magnificent courage that the position was carried, secured, and held. London Gazette, 27th of June, 1917. Lieutenant Robert Combe was buried in a battlefield cemetery near the town of Akeville. The cemetery was later destroyed due to an ongoing battle, and his name was inscribed on the Canadian National Vimy Memorial like all other Canadian soldiers who were killed and whose bodies were lost or never found. In 1919, Jean Combe 
would become the first woman in Canada to ever receive a Victoria Cross on behalf of her late husband. She was handed the award by the Prince of Wales at a ceremony in Regina, Saskatchewan, at the Legislative Assembly Building. Mrs. Combe had gone to England to be near her husband when he deployed to France in 1916. She had trained with the British Red Cross for a year before being posted to Aboyne Castle Hospital. She eventually became the quartermaster for this hospital before transferring to Edinburgh War Hospital to work in their voluntary aid detachment. Upon learning of her husband's death, she returned to Canada, learning to be a physiotherapist in Toronto's Hart House before moving to Winnipeg to work in the Tuxedo Military Hospital. It was during this time that she was given her husband's Victoria Cross. Jean Combe moved to Victoria, British Columbia in 1925 and lived there until she passed away in 1963. There is a life-sized oil painting of Robert Combe in Ottawa's Peace Tower, and a lake is named for him in northern Saskatchewan. His Victoria Cross is located in the Saskatchewan Provincial Archives in Regina along with his other honours and is displayed on special occasions. That will do it for this episode of the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and I hope you'll all join me again next episode when I feature William Billy Bishop.